Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Holy smokes, how to get away with murder fans. So much happening in tonight's episode. We are all freaking out. We are covering season six, episode 12, and it is titled Let's Hurt Them. You know what? They hurt all of us. We can tell you that much. Uh, thank you so much for joining us all. Of course, we're still in quarantine. We hope you're staying safe, um, but we definitely appreciate y'all tuning in with us every week. I'm your host, April Wissenhant, joined always by my beautiful panel. We have Miss Elena Fenelon. Hey, guys. Elena here. I'm honestly, I'm trying to just sit back and hold my horses because I want to get into tonight's discussion so bad because this episode tonight was crazy. So I'm just trying to be patient here. So you know, make sure you're in the chat, make sure you're commenting. I'll be sure to respond. I'm seeing all the messages come through already. So can't wait to see what you guys thought. Oh, yes. And of course, the beautiful Jamie Gray. Thank you. I, you got, okay, Elena, I'm with you on this. This was such a good episode. Now, everybody watching, I know that people in the comments last time were like, they need to show more in the episode. Are you happy now? Because honestly, so much, a great, great episode. Oh, yes. And wearing a Mr. C.J. Walker fashion original tonight is C.J. Walker. What's up, everybody? I don't have a long spiel like the other two, but let's, <laughs> get, let's get into this. But you did make your own shirt. I, I did make this. I it looks good, it. C.J. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We'll, well, I'm guessing we'll all be wearing ours next week or two weeks from now for the next Where's my net? Like we said, so much to talk about, but be sure to stay tuned in for the whole episode because we have, of course, lots of good predictions for the last three episodes, some great news and gossip, as well as our Keating's best of the episode. Um, you know, diving right in, a lot to talk about, but Elena, what did you think overall at, uh, of the episode? Overall, I'm just really proud. I'm happy that, you know, I've been a fan since day one, and I'm an even prouder fan tonight. I think that they did a really excellent job, because last time, even you guys in the chat, I remember we were going back and forth a little bit, wondering how they were going to fit everyone into the last few episodes. We kept saying, there's not enough time, there's not enough space, it's going to feel very cluttered, and I think tonight they excellently executed Fit, tying in a lot of the loose ends, covering some people that we haven't heard from without making it seem too much, without leaving us like, okay, why was that important? Where did this come from? Like, April, I remember watching and I saw your mouth on the floor at one point. And, <laughs> and that's what we need. Like, I feel like this is what we need to go out strong. So now I'm really pumped for the next three episodes and I'm sad we have to wait. <laughs> Same. What do you think, Jamie? Um, I mean, again, great episode. Uh, as far as Annalise, you know, I know we had this whole big reveal towards the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. It can mean a lot of different things. And so I think it's just really interesting um, where Michaela and Connor and Oliver, where all of them kind of tie into this. Oliver, I felt like was really bold. Don't know how much I liked that. Um, I know that a lot of people are giving Oliver the side eye. So again, there's still unanswered questions, but I think that they really were able to connect the pieces this episode. So yeah. CJ, what do you think? I thought the episode was cool. I really, I don't like how they left us with that cliffhanger at the end because I just, I really want to find out what happened between the two siblings, between Sam and Hannah. Mm -hmm. But I guess we're going to find out that next episode. But yeah, I just, I hate when like shows do that. And just, <laughs> you got to have a cliffhanger sometimes. Uh, but I definitely agree I, I with what all of y'all said. Um, one thing that I... You know, I think the Hannah thing 
has to be worth it. And, you know, I want to stay on tonight's episode, obviously, but this is just what the episode leaves my mind with. The Hannah thing has to be worth it because I'm like, you're pulling this chick back from season one. I don't know if we've seen her past season two. So like, you know, they say it's going to be worth it. All these things are running through my mind, what it could possibly be for her to put all of these people up. Like she came, you know, obviously we'll get into it, but she had to have the Castillos and the governor and all of these people in her hand because of like, what could have possibly happened? So that's all that it kind of leaves me with is thinking like, okay, it's gotta be worth it basically. Um, but on the note of talk, I want to start off talking about um, the kids tonight, Michaela, Connor, Oliver, and everything that they're going through. Um, at the beginning of the episode, it basically leaves right off from last week where Gabriel is telling them that it was Agent Pollock that um, killed uh, Asher. So they obviously, they're just kind of like throwing him away, you know, stop, this is ridiculous, you're a liar, uh, you're just telling us this to make us paranoid. Um, but it left me feeling like, why would he, why would he do that? He didn't have any other reason except to tell them the truth. Um, Elena, were you, I mean, what did you think about their reaction toward Gabriel? I think that they are in a place where they don't have control over what's going on for the first time ever. Usually like Oliver, Michaela, Connor, how, whoever, Asher, usually they've always been at the forefront of these issues. So with mm-hmm. Asher being dead and with Gabriel coming with this information that they were not privy to, there was there wasn't anyone who gave them a call. They not they're not working with Annalise who already secretly had a way to know, you know, everything that was going on. So I think their reaction just came from a place of not having control, knowing that they were going to turn on Annalise, not really sure how they got in this position. So I think they're operating out of fear in a sense. You can tell just by how Michaela's how Michaela yelled at him and how she was kind of being like hazy and just not clear on a lot of things. That's not true Michaela fashion. So I feel like the only reason Michaela was outbursting in that way is because she feels like she doesn't have control. She feels like she doesn't have a handle on things. And you can even see it in the way that she maneuvered with her dad. What I will say though, is Connor seemed fairly confident tonight and calm. Like usually he's the one that gets on my nerves and he also, he has all these uh, theories and I'm just like, okay, Connor, chill out. But tonight he seemed very grounded. Didn't he freak out though when that car was following him? I'm sorry? Didn't he freak out though when that car was following him? Yeah, but given the circumstances, he, he had that freak out. But Connor and what his character has been, he was, in my opinion, he was grounded uh, tonight. Yeah. Jamie, what'd you think? Um, well, okay. So you guys know a couple seasons back, I did say, and I still stand by this, I think that Connor is still one of the most intelligent out of the group. I know, I I feel like we can't call him K4 or K5 anymore because the group keeps downsizing. Um, But one thing about that duo, Connor Connor and Michaela are great together, but I I will say this, Michaela, when she's vulnerable, she's not the same. She freaks out. She's, uh, her decisions are, are all over the place. And I think because she's so vulnerable, I mean, She's going to be on trial. She has her old yet new dad that she's not used to. I mean, she has so many things to think about. And also their lives are on the line. This is something that they've been dealing with for years. And all of a sudden it's coming up. You know, I think that they're freaking out. And I think that's kind of why we're seeing Michaela in such a rut. Um, and that's, that's really all I have to say about that. Yeah. Um, um, we see- oh, go ahead, CJ. Sorry. Um, I was just going to say, I don't 
like Oliver for some reason. I don't like how he like blew up at Gabriel. I thought that was really unnecessary. And then when he left, he was like, I think he's telling the truth. I that just made me really not like him even more. And, sorry, and that brings me back to my point because I was like, wait, there was one more thing. I just think it's really interesting yet messed up how Michaela is treating Gabriel. Were they not just dating? You know, I just think it's like, dang, I think it's just like, who are your real friends? You know, what about your friends? Um, so I, I think that's really interesting. And yeah, I did not like Oliver in the very, the very beginning. He's so bold all of a sudden. Maybe this is his character development, but I'm not feeling it. So let us know what you guys think in the chat. I mean, this whole thing, or basically the whole part tonight is them thinking of trying to rework this deal and how they can possibly not testify against Annalise. So I'm like, you know, I know this is a television show, but this just happened where they signed this deal. So it, it just kind of baffles me to see them going throughout this process tonight because I'm like, nothing has changed. You knew Annalise didn't kill Asher or it didn't seem to be a question in their minds. So now that you hear that the FBI potentially is the one that killed him, now that changes your mind. Like you knew all of this. So I'm like, where is, you know, what's now pulling at your heartstrings because you realize you are in bed with the devil. Well, you kind of already knew that you kind of already knew you were about to testify to things that weren't true. So I think that's also why, uh, you know, piggybacking off of what y'all said, it irks me about Oliver tonight. Um, I know Oliver, it like, everybody stands Oliver. Like I, I totally get it. And it's not that we don't, or we dislike him whatsoever, but I'm like, I get you want to be with your husband. Yeah, I get you want to be with your husband, but like he's saying he wants to do the right thing and he doesn't know how he can live with himself. And you're being like, no, don't do it. I mean, let me actually cut you off for a quick second because Fina in the chat says Oliver is not used to being deep, deep in the inner circle. And I think that that's kind of to what your point is being said. What we're failing to realize is Oliver has always had Michaela, Connor, Asher, Laurel when she was around and then it was Oliver as the plus one now because it's just Michaela and Connor Oliver is forced to be at the center of it and Connor is no longer keeping like secrets from him or trying to shelter him or anything like that so this is I feel like this is who Oliver Oliver is at the pit of it to Fina's point in the chat and this is why we see him in this way and we don't really like him because the Oliver that we know never had to be in this position never had to fill these shoes Mm -hmm. So if it was ever an audition of who the K4, K5 would have been before anyone died or left the show, Oliver wouldn't have been either of our first picks because he doesn't give us that oomph that we need from an individual to be at the core of all that they're dealing with. Yeah. Um, speaking of that as well, Michaela has this moment with her dad tonight where he, you know, approaches her and obviously the lawyer had told him because he's the one that hired the lawyer, Kendra. Um, I feel like they already also have something going on. But Jamie, you mentioned earlier about Michaela being not herself in these moments where she's super, you know, kind of under the, not under the gun, but like she's being vulnerable and she doesn't show, it's not her true Michaela. In this moment where he even admitted to, you know, being the rat on Annalise, did you feel like she was standing up to him or that she's being her regular, well, not regular? Stuff? Um, I just... Michaela's erratic, you know, it reminds me of like season one with the whole bonfire, you know, it's, it's she's being Michaela, but not her usual Michaela self. And I mm -hmm. think that she's stuck between a rock and a hard place because, you know, with this being her dad, who she's still not used to, I think she also senses that her dad is 
up to something too because Michaela is smart so mm -hmm. I think that she senses it and because she does she's like what do I do do I help my dad who I would hopefully have for the rest of my life or do I help my professor who I'm just gonna know I mean I, I just graduated so I can get let's get rid of her so I think that's kind of where she is and mm -hmm. that's why we're seeing her behavior like this yeah I mean CJ what did you think I feel like it's it's kind of the same situation where are you feel the same as Jamie yeah no well I've never liked Michaela so nothing that she everything about her being erratic and like going crazy kind of seems to fit Michaela's character so I'm not surprised and I'm not I don't agree kind of with Jamie how she's saying like maybe she feels like she's like in a rock between a hard place or something whatever you said I don't agree with it I don't agree because I think Michaela's always been crazy and frantic and just going off on everybody so well she did get some she got some big news though like he told her that he's the one who gave up uh Annalise but the important thing that he didn't tell her is he's also the one that helped her get away so he's leaving out a major piece of information there um but either way they still we still see her later in the episode go to um the epi the FBI and say like or no to her lawyer and she's saying she wants to change her deal um but they advise that that's not a good thing Elena do you think that they'll end up being able to get it changed or their stuff I think so. I think that they're going to get out of their deal. And if they're not, and Elise may help in some way, I don't know because of the move she pulled when she was trying to get the death penalty revoked. But I think blowing that up kind of allowed other witnesses to see that they were coerced in some sense. Now, how the episode left, left us off, it left us off in a place where their handler, Agent, Agent Langford, I believe, yeah, that he, I don't know, he when he addressed them and was like, oh, and Elise has this recording of you, like blah, 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 blah. He came off very fatherly. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. He just came off too strong for me and what their relationship is. So that makes me question if they will actually be able to get out of their deal. But mm -hmm. I think as long as they work with Annalise and with Tegan, then it's very possible for them and their deal to be rearranged especially if the charges against Annalise don't hold up, then their whole bargain and what they were supposed to inform of inform on doesn't stand, you know? So it's, it just, I think I'm looking forward to just seeing how the relationship between agent Langford and then Michaela and Connor, how that develops next week or for the next episode, because it seemed, it seemed a little fishy how he stormed into the house. Something didn't sit right with me. So I can't say for sure. Like, yeah, they're they're 100% going to get out of their deal. I think that they might, but I don't know. Something fishy is there. Yeah. Jamie, what do you think? I mean, again, I know I'm like, I feel like I keep picking back off a later, but I, I oh. honestly, I 100% agree. I have nothing else to really say about that. I agree with Elena. Yeah. I think that with the, the agent coming in at the end, it didn't seem like, even when Annalise was playing the recording, I was like, what what's the big deal about him knowing that she knows they know like she was going to figure it out anyway do you have a theory on that cj sorry i'm like reading the comments uh <laughs> no like, it's totally okay i said do you have a theory about why agent langford basically it would be even possibly be upset about the note or does anyone have a theory because i'm kind of like she was gonna find out anyway so what what big deal is it that I think it she knows to the fact that he coerced them 
So like to, if you go back to when she gave the speech to the media, they have been constantly gunning for her, constantly trying to find a reason to bring her down, constantly trying to put a charge against her, give her the death penalty. So I think when they were in the room, like even though it wasn't a big deal for her to find out because she would have found out anyway, it was mm -hmm. to expose the fact that this institution, that the FBI is constantly gunning for her. And now I have proof be besides my own words to show you that other people have literally said he is using these situations to manipulate the outcome. Mm -hmm. I, one of the other, you know, the other moment with the kids tonight is this moment with Gabriel. And obviously we're going to talk about Vivian and her involvement with Annalise, but he comes to them honestly with like, to me, the innocence of like a six-year-old where he's like, I won't tell Annalise you're informing on her. If you tell me what happened to Sam, what? Like she's going to find out. So I think, Jamie, do you think we can put like a close on the official book of Gabriel finding anything out and having any malicious intent? I don't know, because again, I, and that's, that's a, actually, that's a great question, April, because for the longest time, we have not trusted Gabriel. Now, all of a sudden that he's being honest for one hot second, it's like, what do we do? And even his mom. She kind of turned a new leaf this episode too. I mean, and not even a new leaf. It's just that we got to see more of her character. We haven't really gotten to know Vivian like that until this episode. We got to see Vivian and Annalise actually really have a conversation in this episode. So as far as Gabriel, I could still see him, you know, being erratic towards the end of the episode because, I mean, Hannah, you know, if he gets, he just found out about his aunt, he is literally willing to go to any length to find out more about his father. So I, I, and especially since, I mean, he feels like they're all going to be putting him under the bus. Oliver gave him attitude. You never know. He already just witnessed somebody die. His life is on the line. I mean, what would you do? You know what I mean? So I would not put anything past Gabriel. I'm a little surprised that with all of the research Gabriel's done, that he didn't know Sam had a sister. Like, it seems kind of easy for him to have found out, but I guess he didn't do a simple Google search, maybe. Right. I don't know. Um, a lot of stuff happening with Vivian tonight, though. But before we move on there, um, Jamie, you have a message for our fans? Yes. Thank you so much. I know that we go through this um, each episode, but we really do mean it. Now we have three episodes left. We want you to keep the conversation going. We love all these people in the chat. I feel like there's, what, over 70 people right now, which is incredible. Awesome. Um, you guys, you can always keep the conversation going down below in the comments. And of course, since this is After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk, you can also watch your other favorite shows. So think about your favorite shows and then search them on our channels and you will probably be able to find some of your favorites. And you might even see familiar faces. So um, in order to do that, again, like, comment, subscribe, and check out more of what we have to offer. And let us know your predictions. We will have that towards the end and we'll keep it moving. Oh yeah, we try. I mean, I'm sure y'all see us all week. We all go through on YouTube and everywhere else and like the comments and reply back. Honestly, we get a lot of our thoughts from the things that y'all say. Like it makes us think throughout the week about the things that are happening. So we definitely really appreciate it. Um, I want to talk about Vivian's involvement and Annalise's case before we get into the big, you know, Xavier bomb, um, if we can call it that. But uh, it's this whole fight tonight with Annalise. Obviously, Tegan is her um, lawyer. Robert shows up out of nowhere. I'm still kind of wondering for what reason he could possibly 
show up. Um, but I mean, maybe it's just like to give a little cameo before the end of the series, who actually knows. Uh, but the big thing is that the, um, AUSA says that they are filing an intent, uh, to charge her for capital murder for the murder of Emily Sinclair and Asher Millstone, which is so funny because Asher killed Emily, but whatever. Um, and that they are going to pursue the death penalty. Uh, CJ, how did that, I mean, obviously that's a big hot topic always, especially in real life, not just on the show. So what did you think when they announced that? Was it something that you were expecting? Not really. I thought that was a little excessive. I didn't even think the death penalty like kind of still existed, honestly. (laughs) But, um, and like you were saying, I don't know why the robber guy even showed up because he hasn't been there for a while now he kind of seemed irrelevant to the whole story he just kind of made it I guess his role kind of made it seem like uh to push Tegan and Annalise a bit closer in this episode because we kind of really saw like her starting to reveal her feelings about Annalise um so I'm excited to see like where that goes but the death penalty really did take me by surprise Elena, what'd you think? Wasn't surprised by the death penalty. I mean, what else do we expect them to do when it comes down to Annalise? They do not want her to be functioning. They literally cannot stand her. And even to her point of her spiel, like she's an educated Black woman who has been exposing them for constant injustices. Like, of course, they're going to try to give her the worst punishment that they can, which was the death penalty. So it didn't surprise me because... I mean, from the very beginning, even though Annalise has been covering for so many people, it's been a constant battle of her against the people. You know what I mean? Like not the people of, when I say the people, I mean like the the agents, the police, the courtroom. Um, It's always been that battle of her against them, regardless of what else was going on in their inner circle. So it didn't surprise me. Um, But to your point in bringing in Robert, I think like a lot, I know I saw a lot of people in the chat was saying he needs to go and like Tegan told him to get, which I love. But I think that it was, it was necessary because she was dating him and then all this crap hit the fan and we kind of didn't know what happened to him. She got a little suspect of him a little bit thinking he might've been an informant on her. Um, But what is the show if Annalise isn't caught up in some kind of love triangle? Like, like what would the show be? So I think they needed to bring in that, that brief, like those brief seconds between Tegan and Robert kind of, going back and forth about getting close to their girl and even Tegan questioning later in the episode when she was like, you know, that's what a good partner does. So she was like, wait, a professional partner, like not a, not an intimate partner, a professional partner. Um, so I think we needed him just to tie him up. I don't think we'll be seeing any more of him. I don't like, it would be irrelevant. Just like Tegan said, get, I got her covered. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be really interesting just to see, I guess how the charge, what, what new charges come up? Cause I wasn't surprised by the death penalty. Now that that is off the table, what else are they going to go for? Is that why we see her funeral? Is that why we're suspected to think she's going to die? Like, are they going to try to kill her because they can't, you know, do it the legal way? Who knows? I mean, that's a great point. Even when, you know, Tegan's having this moment with her where they're discussing, you know, Tegan's like, I need you to trust in me. I'm this good of a lawyer. Like, you know, you've been working with me for this long. She even gets that we see the house arrest extended to CNG, um, which is good because it gives us a different backdrop for the show, obviously, at this point. Um, But she has this moment where she tells her to, you know, release the dragon. And Annalise throws the press conference where she's essentially using, you know, well, I don't want to say using, that's the wrong term, 
but is informing the public of what's happening to her and that she's being maligned against. And, you know, I forget the number that she said, but it was how many people get killed um, or are executed by the government. And then how many of them are, are African-Americans or black people, I forget the verbiage she says. Um, but I, I knew right then I was like, they, they're not going to be able to deal with kind of the backlash from it. And, you know, thank God that it ends up working out in her favor. Um, but this is also where they have the moment with Vivian, where she comes in and says that, um, tells her that, Hey, Gabriel saw the person. Um, I definitely thought she was going to use that information. Jamie, did you think she would end up using it or did you think she would still protect Gabriel no matter what? I mean, and, and see, that's where it was so confusing because, I mean, she's telling Michaela and Connor that she's not going to throw them under the bus. And, and at first I was like, wow, she's so noble. But it's like, let's not forget that she did try to leave the country, change her name and all of that. And I'm kind of glad that she ended up doing what, you know, she eventually did. Um, now, also to piggyback of what you guys were saying as far as Tegan and, you know, her saying get to, uh, to Rob and all of that. I do, I love their their bond. I don't even think of that as anything sexual or anything like a relationship. I just love their friendship and their bond. Tegan is amazing. And um, as, far, as far as Rob as well, I he better not be irrelevant. Because it's like, why are you bringing him in at this point? I need everything to make sense. Make it make sense. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's just, it's, it's a lot. And, and what was your last question, April? Because I want to make sure I, I round it up. No, yeah. If she, um, did you think she would end up protecting Gabriel? Because like, I, I believe Vivian asked her to keep his story anonymous, um, which like could have never happened, or at least I didn't think it could happen. So I, just basically if you thought she would protect him, like she, I think she, else. I think she will protect him because I mean, not only that, that is still Sam's son. It's like, yeah. I just, I feel like Annalise does still have a heart. And I, I mean, it's gone so far. She knew who he was, you know, even when he set foot on campus. Mm -hmm. So I feel like Annalise always has something up her sleeve. Um, and I, I just, I don't, she already had the conversation with Vivian. It's, it's too deep to, to go that far. I don't think she's going to do it. Yeah. I was so glad when the kids actually, or when Annalise threw the kids under the bus and said that because like <laughs> kids threw her under the bus. So they deserve all of that. But I, and I did actually think that she was about to play um, the tape with Gabriel's voice on it. But when she did it and it was Michaela and Connor, I was like, that's what you get. My jaw dropped. I was <laughs> like, she really did it? Okay, okay. But it's, and it's like, we never see that. We never see it. And I think they took that for granted. She was like, listen, y'all really got me into some mess. I'm not about to die for y'all. Like, I love you, but I'm not about to die for you, so. Like, I can see her being like, we're even now. <laughs> I think when when she switched it up and played the recording from Michaela and Connor, all of us were surprised because she's always played the cards where she's protected them and has has not cared about Gabriel, whether he's Samson or not. I think she has a heart. I don't think that she gives a god darn if Gabriel is fine or not, like to an extent. School-wise, yeah. But in this instance, the way that he's been done for her, I don't think she cares to that regard. So it was just really nice to see her flip the switch. Like, I think we all had a moment where we were like, yes, like we're here for her pulling those cards because we didn't expect it. We didn't even know she was recording. And it's finally, Annalise, you are doing something that's gonna help you. You're doing something that's going to 
make sure that you don't, you know, get the death penalty. Make sure you don't die. And that's what we needed to see more of. I'm, I'm personally just tired of her taking the back seat and always trying to fix other people's mess. At what point do you use that same power on yourself? I felt so happy, honestly, when I thought that she was playing the recording of Gabriel, even though I was like, yes, you need to do something like when it's playing throughout her head in the episode, I was like, oh, this is perfect. And even though she did, I mean, she used the recording of the kids, like you said, it's still like, she is almost still protecting them. I mean, who knows how it could actually play out. But in my mind, currently, it seems like it's not really gonna be that big of a deal. Like, I don't know, she used the thing that was less uh, detrimental to someone, I guess. Um, Because basically, Gabriel would have been a for sure target if she had released that but I did I literally felt happy I was like she's finally standing up for herself and even in in the moment I can't remember if it was Michaela or Connor that said it when they were all meeting at her house but when they were talking about being liars and you threw Nate under the bus for Sam and she's like for you and I'm still paying for it I was like yes somebody finally needs to realize this like slap the kids around a little bit literally she was like coming from the snitch i said oh she got pressure i was like she wants she literally want all the smoke right here right now and she's not holding back oh not on my watch here you go (laughs) no i mean but thank god like we said it worked out in her favor and death penalties off the table but the intent of the charges are still there so we don't know how that's going to play out i guess we'll find out in a couple of weeks Um, but I do want to talk about her meeting, you know, kind of leading us into the next topic, her meeting with Nate and asking him to testify against her. Obviously all of this stuff kind of comes to fruition with how it all got started. Um, but Nate, whenever he immediately, uh, meets with Annalise at first is definitely like not having it because he is full on against her. What, um, remind me what Nate was specifically going to testify against her about anybody. she she basically just wanted him to show a different perspective in her like she she asked him to come on board to testify against her but not necessarily against her she she wanted she wanted his words to work in her favor she just wanted to manipulate how she usually does so that's just speaking to the role that she played with her dad because when she spoke to the press remember her initial uh standpoint was all of these deaths, 13% of them being, you know, black, like black people that are incarcerated, et cetera, et cetera. So she wanted to use Nate to kind of speak to that, Mm -hmm. but it would have backfired. So I'm, I don't, (laughs) I don't know what's going to happen with that. And I, I think now that he's gone to the extremes that he's gone this episode, that Mm -hmm. may be off the table. Um, Begins the process of torture. Um, for what reason we don't really know I guess he was trying to get a little bit of information obviously kind of thankfully not about Laurel I feel like CJ you always have an opinion about Frank and Laurel are were you surprised kind of into the episode where he basically professed his love for Bonnie no I mean I would have felt bad for Bonnie if he didn't uh like profess his love for her because like she seems like she wants wants that to happen but she's afraid that if Laura comes back, that it's going to like fall apart. And I, if he had said anything about Laura, asked about her, or even like showed his weakness towards Laura, I would have felt bad for Bonnie. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Jamie, what did you think about the kid or like the moment at the end where they have on the phone where they both say, I love you to each other? I mean, it was okay. I just, Bonnie is for the streets. She's for everybody. She, oh, what? what do you mean? Her. 
Then she wanted to get mad at Michaela because she had Asher. And then, um, I mean, you know, that's like three, four people right there. So. Ooh, wait, who would you say Bonnie was for? The streets. She's for everybody. No, like who? It was just Asher and um, Frank. And and Sam. She was okay. messing with the married man. That was three people. <laughs> three? Only- that's, that's for what we know. So... Yeah, but I mean, it was it was sweet, um, and I do wish the best for Bonnie. But I mean, I get what she's saying, I, and that's just like a like an envy thing. Like you don't want him to want her back again, especially since like that's what kind of fueled Frank to even like continue helping them. I just feel like he Laurel is what's like pushed him this far. I mean, think about it. When he got tortured by the Castillos, it was all to find Laurel. So I don't Elena know. Elena is not here for it. Because no, ew, like I don't know if you saw me when you asked the question. I, I did. Like, I could barely <laughs> vote it in. And let me tell you why. Like, if this was a separate, if they had their own spinoff from this show and they fell in love, then fine, maybe. But I feel like they, like, I feel like this is forced. Like, they got nothing else to do. There is no one left to do. So now they're going to do each other. Like, we know they had something in the past. I think that that should have stayed in the plot, like in the past, having them come back up and be also in love with each other. And then Frank, like even for Frank, Frank had all this rage and he was dry. Like he was being motivated by his relationship with Laura, by his love for Laura, about his need to want to be in the baby's life. And all of a sudden, oh, he got a girl that's down for him. That's not Laurel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Frank, like I really wanted him to shut up in that moment. because I think it's disgusting. And I think for how the show is ending, we were so used to them being in the brother-sister roles, like, they were Annalise's true kids, Bonnie and Frank. Mm -hmm. So for them to be also in love with each other, it's nasty. Like, it's just... Thank you, Elena. You know what? I'm okay with it because I'm happy that we're probably not going to discuss it again, honestly. (laughs) Like, maybe we'll see some kisses, maybe we won't. I don't know. Um, I'm happy with it. Good for Frank and Bonnie. I know a lot of other people will be very happy for them as well. We may think it's a little weird, but at least there's not going to be that much discussion about it. Um, but Frank gets this information out of Xavier tonight where he, I was like, Xavier, he's not even doing that bad of stuff to you. And you are just like flowing like hot tea right now. He was feeling it all. Do I think what? I'm sorry. Do you think it was true that everything he was saying? Cause I don't No. No, but it makes sense. Everything that he was saying, you know, like, I think some, at least most of it has to be true because otherwise they're giving us this false information and confusing us with three episodes left, which just, I just don't think they would do with it being the very end. But obviously he says that this is all the governor and it's all because Annalise went after the governor um, with the Supreme Court case. Um, I mean, Annalena, and I almost called you Annalena. Elena, do you think that was actually that part of it was legit information? Because he even says that Nate's dad was just a pawn, which was not a good thing to say to him. I think to an extent, because what what I realized, because when it was happening, someone in the chat earlier said like the episode was moving so fast and it was. So while mm-hmm. it was happening, I was having to process the information, but even sitting here and like thinking back on all the scenes, I think it was true to an extent. And I think that that is how they brought the governor back into it. Because mm-hmm. remember we were saying like, that needs to be, that that's a, a string that needs to be tied up and we need to know what happens there. So I think him giving that part of the information was true. And it was kind of to tie up the whole governor Burkhead, I believe 
just had this vendetta and had a point to prove against Annalise. So to that extent, I do think it was a little bit more like I wish we would have got flashbacks on what those conversations were so that mm -hmm. we could have more understanding. Um, but Xavier seemed different tonight. Like Xavier didn't seem like the, the Castillo that's been running around, you know, like setting fires everywhere. He seemed he seemed tired, like he seemed exhausted. He seemed done. So I wonder if like something happened with him and his dad or whatever the case may be, just as, just because of how you said he was pouring out information. In the moment tonight where he's um, talking with Nate, so like, you know, he gives Frank like some little tidbits, but, but with Nate is where it obviously really gets real. And that's where he says uh, he knew, the governor knew they were easy targets because Annalise had gone after his dad and is the one that put his dad in jail because he did these terrible things yet he's willing so he's willing to kill an innocent man but is now willing to give up his dad to keep his own life so i mean it didn't end up working obviously um jamie i know you said you didn't like how this turned out for nate tonight uh why did you not like how it turned out nate is just dropping the ball each season you know, and here's the thing. I like how Nate looks. I just don't like his character anymore. I feel like he's just kind of gone on a sudden downhill spiral. And it's honestly just, it's him. It's him. Yeah. Um, I feel like, again, he jumped the gun. He's always jumping the gun uh, and putting himself in situations that are really unnecessary. Nobody asked you to snap his neck like that. What are you doing? And people in the chat are like, oh, we feel like he's, um, he's telling the truth as far as Xavier. I feel like Xavier is telling half the truth. I feel like as far as when he was talking to Frank, he was um, exaggerating the truth as far as saying that Laurel was in love with him. You know, just so that Frank would kind of take it easy on him. I, I, I don't believe that. I feel like Laurel was over Frank from, you know, season four and five. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Nate, he just, he did it a lot right now. And he he knew what he was doing. Dude, you're part, you, you were part of the police force. Like, what are you doing? I just, I can't respect it. It, I'm so it makes me so upset for it happening to his character because it like you said it literally is unnecessary and Annalise had just got done telling him like the the way we're going to get justice for your dad is if you are going to see you know this man is going to be used in testimony so it just it kills me to see his character at you know painted as this person who just killed somebody basically because he was mad. I mean, but that's the second time that his character has done that out of anger. Yeah, but yeah. the first time it felt like maybe we could give him a little bit of an excuse. Maybe. Not No, because then he had Bonnie jumping to conclusion and saying killing her fiance. Yeah. Which, like I said, and y'all saying, oh, Bonnie and Frank. No, she has a loose screw. Mm -hmm. And Marley, EST, agrees with me. She's like, right, Frank and Bonnie are settling because they're each other's safe space. And it looks yeah. like she has a vomit face. <laughs> so. yeah lots of craziness obviously the episode ends with vivian about to drop this major bomb about hannah that we won't find out for a few weeks uh or for a couple of weeks i'm sorry so we have a lot to ponder on until then um but that's it for our recap of tonight's episode we want to get into our special segment of keating's best cj what do you have for us yes yeah, so keating's best is basically where we go through tonight's episode and choose the mvp of the show i think i'm gonna go first this time I'm going to say my Keating's best is Keating because she threw those kids under the bus. She did what she had to do because they did the same thing to her. So she got her turn. And yeah, that's why she's my Keating's best. What about you, Jamie? Oh, okay. Um, 
Annalise was cool. I will say that I was very proud of her, but honestly, I'm going to give it to Tegan. Tegan has been so supportive. She, I mean, think about it. This, this, one of your old coworkers, one of your colleagues is being, you know, charged for murder. I might get the death penalty and she still stood beside her despite it all. And I just think that she's like, she's, she's just the best and period. Uh, Tegan for me. That's it. Tegan, everything you said, she killed it. I was going to use Tegan too, because I thought we couldn't use Annalise. But what I will just add to Jay, uh, to your point about Annalise, actually, CJ, is that this episode, they gave her back her power. Like she's not on a run. She's not feeling hopeless. She was fighting as the person we know her as. So Annalise and Tegan were definitely my faves of tonight's episode. Awesome. Great. Yeah. Everyone let us know who your Keating's best is in the comments below. We'd love to chat with you guys. Oh, so, yeah. Thank you, Tegan. Tegan, Tegan, Tegan. Um, Elena, you have some news and gossip for us? Yeah, let's get into some news and gossip. So, for... I'm sorry, what did you say, CJ? <laughs> I said I'm all about that gossip. <laughs> for the episode tonight, I know a lot of us, including the fans in the chat room, were not feeling Oliver. However, we really do love Conrad Rickamora in real life. And tomorrow... He is dropping a soft, soft power cast album with the other soft power cast members. So I know you guys know that he's in theater. And if you are a theater lover and a theater fan, they're going like he's going to be featured on two of the songs, actually, the new Silk Road from Jeannie Tesori and David Henry. Um, and he's going to be in that score, that score. So tomorrow it's going to be available on all streaming platforms. And if you are a fan of theater, a fan of just the passion of the arts, I say definitely check it out. April 17th on all streaming platforms, literally everywhere. Wait, who'd you say? Oliver's character, Conrad Rickamore. No, no. <laughs> At least you're not even here for him on that. Oh my gosh. Yes, well, we will definitely check that out because we do love some Conrad, that's for sure. Um, let's do some predictions. Last three episodes. Elena, what do you think? Man, okay. I don't know is what I'm going to be honest and say because tonight's episode was so good and I think that the reason they needed a couple of weeks is because they want to deliver it <laughs> as well. Um, so I don't think it's going to go... I'm going to leave it as one. My prediction for the next episode is that we are... Hannah's secret is not going to be incest with Sam. I think that that would be... That was... I was literally going to say that the secret is going to be some incest on some Alabama stuff. Well, Oh, attacking April here. <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to be incest. I think, that, I think that's too predictable. I think that's lowball. And I think we all want to be happy. We didn't wait this long to find that out. You know what I mean? So I'm just going to keep it there as I sit and ponder what else could possibly happen. Yeah. Jamie, what about you? Wow, that's a tough one. Because part of me was like, it wasn't even like a full thought, like possibly that it could be incest, but it was like in the back, back of my mind. But maybe, I mean, does Hannah have kids? Was it something with, because, you know, Sam likes young women. Um, you know, was it something with uh, her, one of her children, if she has children? Um, or maybe something with their parents, you know, Sam's parents. Like, why is he the way he is? Business. I don't know. Because, honestly, I don't really care about Hannah. I don't really even want her to be in this storyline right now. Because, like, it's so, it, we have three episodes left. Like, why? We could have left this back then but this is what they're doing. So I just want it to be worth it. I feel like it will be worth it. I feel like, I mean, honestly, what I want to happen, unfortunately, Nate has got to go. So I feel like it's either going to be Bonnie because when she finds out that he also, like, he, 
she's gonna be like again I got it handled and she's gonna do what she has to do um yeah I I, I feel like something with Nate is gonna happen oh I love that prediction CJ what do you think so like I said um I think the secret is some incest stuff like right when she said you don't know what's going on first thing came to my mind incest they were doing something uh but yeah that's my prediction for that and then I think that's my own prediction I love it. Um, I think it's hilarious that the first thought in basically all of our minds was incest, but they did kind of lead. They're like the very worst thing that could ever happen. It's kind of the very worst thing that could ever happen. Um, but I, I agree with you. I think Nate is probably going to get uh, not murdered, but I think he's just, you know, he's done too many stupid things at this point and they all have, but whatever, as many, many people reminded us in our YouTube comments this past week, uh, Pete Nowak said that not ever, we're not going to be pleased with everyone's ending. Um, so I think I'm hope, I think we will be major prediction, but I think we'll be pleased with Annalise's. I don't know that we will be pleased or happy about what happens to Michaela and Connor specifically, but we'll see. Um, and, thing, April, yeah. I know that the only reason I need to, I feel the need to say this is because I might have to defend myself on the next episode. But the reason I'm going to stick by it's not incest is because when Vivian approached Annalise, she said, you don't know why Hannah doesn't like you. Don't like you like, and it was more geared toward Annalise. So I think whatever the secret is deeply affects Annalise. I'm just going to say that you guys can slaughter me next episode if I'm wrong, but yeah. That's, that's a great point. Very important. Also, one more thing, guys, and whether it's like mine or not, but um, she also said that Hannah knows Frank's family or something like that. We don't really know a lot about Frank, except that he's ready to, you know, he's trained to go. So there's just, so, I mean, it could be something with Frank and his family and maybe Annalise. I mean, maybe she's mad at Annalise because she's still involved with Frank. Yeah. And that's why she stopped talking with Sam because remember when Sam was like ready to choke Frank because the whole baby situation and the car accident. So a lot of things there and yeah. Just don't think we're crazy for all uh, thinking incest. It was just a <laughs> random thought. Um, thank y'all to everyone for joining us. We are so appreciative, of course, of y'all every um, every single week for tuning in. You can find us all everywhere at AfterBuzz TV. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe to our channel because we want to keep the conversation going with you. Um, in the meantime, y'all can find me everywhere at April with some hands. And you guys can follow me on all social platforms at hey underscore it's lay. And you can follow me on Twitter at it's Jamie Gray or better yet on Instagram at Jamie Gray and it's spelled J-A-I-M-I. Wait, I just have a question. Did you guys see that? See what? That TikTok I just posted because that's where you can find me on TikTok at ICJ Walker and everywhere else at ICJ Walker. <laughs> that was good, CJ. That was good. <laughs> that was good. That was we will see y'all. No episode next week. So we will see y'all in two weeks. Um, but keep the conversation going and stay safe. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.